apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Here's Barkley, another end around, wanting to throw. Bellinger's going to keep it, and Daniel Bellinger rumbling for the touchdown. Second and goal at the two. This is Brightwell pounding the middle. Gary Brightwell, what a time for his first NFL touchdown. The tight end, he was off the ball. My only question was, did he report? Because you can't have an ineligible on the end of the line. And Barkley takes it into the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown, and the Giants take the lead. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to... Drawing about G-Men Giants football podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Joe Guire, King Zay, and Sean Scanlon. Lots to talk about. Giants tied now for the second best record in football. Four and one after going into London and beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Boy, Daniel Jones looked good there in the fourth quarter. I mean, Saquon Barkley also coming out with a shoulder injury only to come back in. And score the go-ahead touchdown. That was just great. And I, I'm, I'm so happy. I, but, listen, we were talking. Zay made a joke about the Mets. Like, when you're very happy about a team, that's why you are high on them. Because I said he was high on the Mets. But, but I, And I'm high on the Giants right now. But this is going to be the year of critiquing Daniel Bryant. I mean, uh, oh, my gosh. Daniel Jones. I, don't, I'm, I apologize. Also. But Dan, yeah, Daniel Jones, and I, I that was great that fourth quarter, the, those drives there. But I, I need to see that all game. If you can, if he can put that together for four whole quarters, imagine how good this team can be. I, I need to see it more consistently. And but it was a great game. I'm not going to take anything away from that. Joe, what are your thoughts coming out of this performance from the Giants? Well, I think. I think I see something interesting in the power rankings because somehow the Giants are behind five teams that are three and two. They're they're parked at 11th on ESPN's crap ratings. Here's the funny thing. The team they just beat, the Packers, is number eight, and the team that they are going to beat this coming week is ranked fifth. <laughs> and so if the Giants oh. win, what's going to be the excuse now? Because... I'm not sure why everyone's still trying to sell this team short. I've got news for you. The NFL stinks. I I'm stunned at how bad some of these teams are. What does Green Bay have to do to prove to you that they're not that good? They're not that good of a football team. Every team in the NFL, especially the teams that everybody was banking on being so good, have been pretty mediocre. And I'll tell you what, I hate to say this. The Eagles might be the best team in football right now. Oh, okay. People are still a little delusional about all Buffalo. Right, all right, I all right, Buffalo. all right. Let's save all that for later. They've had in years. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Back to this game. Daniel Jones is an excellent quarterback. An excellent quarterback. They need to stop 
being so con- – he's not a game man. He's not a Mac Jones. you got to let this guy throw the football, run the football. That's your best success. Saquon is unbelievable. And being able to use Saquon in all the different ways that they've been able to use him has made up the fact that Richie James is our stud receiver, which is problematic, obviously, long-term. they got to figure something out with OBJ, by the way. Let's get him back to Jersey because – he did visit you people to throw the football too. You really do. He's in Buffalo. Ability to, to break off big plays, 40 yard run, 40 yard reception. That's the kind of stuff that's going to make this team literally hang with the big boys. When you play Dallas again, and, and when, when they got Philadelphia, a couple of games coming up with them, you're going to have to put up some points. The fact that Giants scored 27, I'll tell you at halftime, I felt like the Giants were going to come back because. Here's uh, another obvious that nobody's talking about. Green Bay is awful in the second half. They're a terrible, terrible football team. And my thought was, man, can the Giants, can the Giants, it was 20 to 10 at the half, I thought, can the Giants score like 17 points? If they if they can open things up, and you saw them do it, Daniel Jones so infrequently throws the ball down the football field. He's averaging 5.7 yards per throw. Pathetic. When he throws the football down the field, he's dynamite. Throw the goddamn ball. I, I don't understand what they're holding back on. Again, this is like a rebuild year. Let this kid rip. I don't care if he, th- if he throws 30 touchdowns. He sucks. We move on. We, we draft Bryce Young, and we call it a day. But either either find out what he has and let him run things to the to his best Josh Allen abilities, see where it falls, and then you you've got your answers for the future. And if it works out, you might win some bad football games. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I you, you're right. I, but I will say, you you talked a lot, Joe, lat, in the Joe Judge era about the. Uh, lackluster play calling, we'll say. And, I mean, Giants are using the Wildcat like we've never seen it in you know, forever. Like, did ever. they have they the don't trick run that. They You, don't you do saw the end around with Bellinger to, to get the touchdown. So, I mean, they are making up for their lack of not letting Daniel Jones throw the field with stuff like that. And I think that that's great for Brian Dable. But, uh, Zay, your thoughts coming after the game. I, I know you're very, very high. On the Giants, I mean, as we all should be. And but, the uh, Jets. And the Jets, yeah. Uh, well, it'll say it like this. For the record, Joe, you're right. Joe says, you know, I say things, and sometimes as time goes on, these things come true. You got to wait like two months, and it Shut happens. Up. It's insane. And, and, and I explained to you guys before the beginning of the season, I don't see a threat on the Giants' schedule at all. I don't see why they should lose it. Honestly, everyone keeps talking about a rebuild. This is not a rebuild, people. This is finally getting it going. We're not in a rebuild no more. I'm gonna. I hate to break your hearts. Daniel Jones is going to be our quarterback for the future for a while. He's going to figure it out. They're going to get him somebody he can actually throw the ball to, so then he can throw the ball down the field, and he will be our quarterback for. I don't want to go ten years, but at least the next five years. I want to say five to seven. He will be the quarterback for us, and it's based on he has a coach now. We are finally seeing progression from him. We see him starting to make better decisions. He's starting to make plays. I literally sat there that game when the Giants were down in the second half and didn't feel like they were losing. It's been so long since I've had that feeling as a Giants fan that, hey, we're still in this. We're going to come back and win this. And I still feel that this way. I don't think next week is going to be an issue. I don't. I think, obviously, Lamar Jackson is a great talent. But, again, you have a, quarter, you have a coach on the other side who knows him. He's practiced with him almost every day for the last couple of years since he's been in the league with Mark Wittendale. He knows what to throw at Lamar Jackson. He knows his weaknesses. And, again, that defense that Joe was so, so worried about in the beginning of the year has only let up 91 yards passing into the air. That's it. The defense that I kept saying they will figure it out, the secondary will be fine, they have figured it out. And you're doing all this without disease. You don't have Leonard Williams. You got it. I'm so, so happy they went back and got Landon Collins because now you've created your own Micah Parsons type of player. You have a guy who like a secondary player who can rush the passer from the linebacker position. And we know what Landon Collins can do, and we missed it for a while when he left. 
because Peppers could not get after the quarterback from the safety position the same way Landon Collins did. He couldn't cover nobody, but the man could go out there and get a goddamn sack. And I'm happy he's back in Giants blue. He should have never left. I would love for Odell to come back. It's not going to happen. Probably with, um, I believe they just signed Robert Foster. Um, hopefully he can come in. He's he's familiar with the offense. He knows Dable. He's played there before. Hopefully he can come in and beat a receiver that we need to, to at least for now, help Daniel Jones continue to progress and further progress. But this is it, guys. Buckle up. This is the season. The Giants are going to make some type of attempt. They will be a playoff team this year, whether it be winning division, winning a wild card, because I do believe the NFC East could get three teams into the playoffs based on the way the rest of the league has been playing, the slop that we've seen out there. This is it, people. Don't go and tell players who are playing for their lives, hey, go tank now. You're 4-1. Tank. Let's get a better pick. No. Go out there and do what you do. We don't have to rebuild. We only had to rebuild if we couldn't figure crap out. Now that we're figuring crap out, we don't have to rebuild. We can continue to add, people. This is a plus. I keep saying that Daniel Jones being good is a plus for the Giants. You don't have to spend on a quarterback next year, which costs money. Joe pointed out very much last week. If the Giants are want to continue doing this, they will use Daniel Jones. They'll build around him, continue to build that line, continue to get weapons, and go. And Saquon has proven to us so far, so far, that he is ready to be the person that we drafted him number two to be. I've been very critical of Saquon, but so far this year, he has lived up to everything he said he was going to do in the offseason. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm all go on this Giants team. Let's go get this damn division. Zay, he's looking like a generational talent right now. He is. Yeah, I mean, Saquon's looking, but I, I will... From what you said, Zay, I don't think you need to go out and uh, get somebody. I think after, especially after that fourth quarter, if you're Kenny Galladay and you're Kadarius Tony and you're not bought in yet, like I, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, I think get some of those guys healthy, get them in the, in the game, just just a little bit, and, and I think this is a team that that will make strides and be a, a scary. But I, I will also say. We'll get to it a little bit more. Uh, I mean, the NFC East, I think, is going to underperform here coming up. Because, I mean, that's just bound to happen. It's the NFL tips and terms. But we'll, we'll get to that more later. Sean, where's your head at with the Giants uh, after this game? Well, my head's not in the camera. Um, my camera's not working. But I am here. Um, but, yeah, I'm really happy with the Giants team. I mean, the, the second half that they put out was absolutely amazing. Um, being able to shut out the Packers in the second half. Uh, Wink Martindale has been making some amazing adjustments at halftime. So uh, I think that's huge. And then obviously this offense, um, Daniel Jones, that drive where Saquon went down, uh, he's working with a second and third string running backs. Um, a bunch of tight ends you've never heard the name of in a receiving core that um, really, I mean, probably one of the worst receiving cores in terms of talent in the league. Richie uh, James! Yeah, Richie James, he's a stud, man. Um, but I think that's why they, you know, haven't been able to throw the ball down the field and stuff like that is because they're doing what works with this offense. And obviously it's a lot of quick game. It's a lot of bootlegs. Um, obviously the Wildcat has been used a lot, but um, they're working with what they got, which obviously isn't much in terms of talent-wise. But um, Mike Kafka calling the plays. Um, Brian Dable is a play designer. Um, it's just so much different from what we've seen over the past couple of years where we're in a prehistoric offense. Um, it's just stuff that, you know, never works. And then, I mean, you bring in this offense, so much movement, um, you know, pre-snap movement and just getting players involved in such different ways. Uh, I think it's, it's been amazing to watch. So this coaching staff is definitely deserves a hell of a lot of credit. Um, they're not working with a lot of talent. And obviously, like Zay mentioned, a lot of people out on the defense, but they're still getting the job done. So, um, I think this is the, the reason that people still bring it up as a rebuild is obviously because we've been terrible the last couple of years and this roster, um, should be a rebuild team. But like I said, this coaching staff has been doing an amazing job. Um, Daniel Jones has been getting the job done. Saquon Barkley can honestly be up there for MVP candidate right now. Uh, he leads the league in scrimmage yards. He's been carrying this team. So I, I'm super excited. Uh, I mean, obviously it's fun to watch the giants win football games. We haven't seen it in a long time. So, yeah, and I love the disrespect. I love that they're not even putting us in the top ten most of the power rankings, even though we're four and one. Uh, just keep riding that because they'll, they'll believe eventually, especially when we go and uh, beat the Ravens this week. So uh, got to keep it going, and I, I love what the staff has been doing. 
I'm telling you, dude, what a weird spot ESPN's going to find itself in. There's no way to justify if the Giants beat the Ravens why you wouldn't have the Giants at least at number five. They'll, they'll find a way to keep them out of the top. They, they probably it, will, right? Well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, any day it, now. A couple of things, window. guys, real quick. Darius Slayton played a he much better big. football game. Boy, if he could reclaim, what was it, like four years ago when he was good? If he can do that and become a downfield threat and get, catch the balls when they hit him in the hands, they could they could start moving the football down the field. And I joke about Richie James. He's on one of my fantasy teams, and he's actually doing quite well. So is- one last thought, Zay. You said in the second half you didn't feel like the Giants were going to lose at halftime, right? Into the I felt the same way, and it's funny. It wasn't until the Giants were up 27 to 20 and he's moving the ball down the field. I have to I have to keep reminding myself, like, we're winning. We're winning. I should be enjoying this. Like, I so not used to it that as he's uh, – I want to call him Brett Favre, that defrauding scumbag. Um, <laughs> as Aaron Rodgers moved down the ball, dude, I was, like, getting anxious and, and again, had to remind myself, like, dude, we're winning. And, and I'll yeah. tell you what, I love Xavier McKinney. I told you to go let him secondary. Oh, yeah, dude. This kid's, I mean, that's a superstar. And I'll tell you what, and I think Sean kind of scoffed a little bit uh, when you said about Landon Collins being back and being kind of like a a Mika Parsons. Now, Sean, clearly he doesn't mean the talent levels. It's off the charts right now with with Parsons. So, got it. This is like saying, uh, you got Giannis and, and you need Jordan. Like, yeah, you know, not the same, but you'll take it. I think, you know, I think that guy really could drastically make a difference on uh, on what is, like Zay said, a defense that I questioned and doubted, and rightfully so. And then a Dory Jackson goes down, and you're like, yeah, okay, come on, Brett. Wanted to do it again. Aaron Rodgers, you're thinking, dude, he's going to carve him. All those short passes in the first half, and I kept thinking, we don't have anybody that can, like, jump around. Like, how bad is that? You got no Aaron Robinson. You got you got corners on the sideline getting yeah. massages. It was dude, who is that? Who is that guy? Was it McLeod that came in and they just yeah. started going after Fabian him? Fabian Moreau went down, too. And then Nick yeah, McLeod came in. Justin Lane came in. And then it's, Aaron Rodgers was picking on him at first. And then they kind of got around to it. And they, they made some big plays down the stretch. So that's what I mean. It's a bunch. This yeah. defense has a bunch of players that you've never heard of before. Uh, most of them have been bouncing around the league. There's some rookies that have been stepping in. But they come in and they make plays because they're putting the right spot. Um, that's what I really like about this defense. It's interchangeable with not a bunch of stars on it, but they all make plays. They know what they need to do, and uh, that's what I love about this defense. That's a mis- also, Zimenez, like every week I feel like O'Shane Zimenez does something, uh, you know, where you're like, oh, yeah, dude, I love this guy. Yeah, yeah. you are. You're getting contributions from a lot of people. Obviously, I was kind of down on them uh, getting rid of Blake Martinez, especially wow. with the idea of, of take Crowder being the play caller because look he, straight up say he was bad at that last year he didn't look good remember him and Rad nah, the man, they, were they were looking at each other like they didn't know what was he's going on a, he was a rookie he was a rookie and a, and a and a offense and a defense excuse me but a coach with there, there was no guidance there was no leadership and that's, that's what i want to say the Fair giants enough. i want to say this and, and this this is so big that people don't even realize the end of the game for the giants to take that safety Goes to show you how far along they are with this coach. Because Joe Judge would have ran three fucking quarterback sneaks and then punted the ball and hoped for the best. <laughs> for him to strategize, take the safety, make them go to full field to win that, it was just genius. And, and, and it's something that you feel comfortable now with with this coach. We didn't feel this before. That was the issue. And it was there was True. no leadership. There was no guidance. It, it starts from the head. If the head sucks, everything else does. The offensive coordinator is going to suck. The defensive coordinator sucks. It's all going to fall from there. It's finally starting to come together, people. This is not a rebuild. The Giants are a team of opportunity. This is what it is. Very true. Next man up. Oh, yeah. The guy, Kenny Galladay is going to suck. Okay, cool. Then the next receivers are going to come up. It's the next man up situation for the Giants. The team of opportunity. I'm I'm, I'm quoting that now. They're the team of I opportunity. I like that. I like that a lot. Can, but, I, uh... can I give you one more? I'll tell you what. Coming off the Dallas performance which i thought was very 2020 like 
you know, they looked totally out of sync. They looked lethargic. They couldn't move the ball. They, they just they didn't look good in any facet of that game. They couldn't block at all. Oh, oh I know. It was terrible. And and I was thinking to myself, oh, boy, I hope this team doesn't fall into the rut. You know, you you, you take a good beating. Again, a game where, not for nothing, they, they were in control of that football game. And, and could just as easily be undefeated on the season, which I'd love to see ESPN spin that if the Giants were, were 5-0 and at this point. Well, it'd but, be, we'd, be, we'd be number eight still. So. It'd, it'd right? be an easy record situation, similar to the Eagles. Who have, the Giants and the Eagles have the number two, number one easiest record in football. I mean, easiest schedule is going to be in football. That would be their excuse at that point. It's literally what it is. Uh, true. Not for nothing, though, the Giants have now beaten the top seeds in both conferences from one year ago. So, yeah. And I mean, this year, I mean, this beginning part was the easy part of the schedule. I mean, obviously, you got Aaron Rodgers, now Lamar Jackson. It's pretty easy after the Ravens. I'm like, where's the pain coming? Where do you see pain in the schedule? I'm telling you, I I think the biggest challenges they face are another game game. against Dallas and two against the Eagles. I think those are the. They'll win that game against Dallas. Dallas went gun hold the first game. Uh, Randy Gregory, the D line, they went gun hold. They know they was going up against a young new D line. Oh, with Dak back, I, I, that game scares me. That O line, uh, Dak ready. doesn't the, scare the, me. The Giants, that defense will be does not Dak. The Giants O line will be ready. They'll win that game. I'm not I saying the Giants you. can't win those games. I think those are the three most challenging games they have left, and I think those will yeah. be the three right. toughest to win. Whether there's slip ups along the way again, look, running the 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 blitz scheme that they run. They're bound to get burned here and there. It's going to happen. It gets it happens to every team that blitzes a lot. So they've hit the mark every time so far this season. There's going to be times where it doesn't go so well, and that's fine. I, I, the other thing you said, Zay, that I, I think you guys kind of all are maybe agreed with uh, is the notion of it being – it was a rebuilding year in the sense of we didn't know about Daniel Jones is what we were trying to say. And that's not necessarily what a rebuilding year is. It's do we have to rebuild? I mean, and also guy, all the front office stuff that went down. Yeah, listen, this guy's on his last chance. He had to play well. And playing well means four and one. That's even better than just playing well. You know, I would have told you if he was two and three or three and two at this point and playing well, I'd be like, all right, we're, we got something. He's winning games, too. And, and and I'll tell you what, for anybody that wants to, that, to take that away from Daniel Jones, sorry, dude, this, this guy's made big plays in all four wins. So Saquon's been great. The defense has been great. Daniel Jones, if, I just, I forget who I just was listening to. One of these dummies, uh, it maybe it was even uh, uh, Stewart there. Not, what's his face? Stephen A. Uh doesn't see any growth from Daniel Jones. I, these national media people, it's like, what are you watching? It's because they, like, they, they don't watch the games. They just look at the no. stats, and they don't understand yeah. that he's making winning plays even though he's not producing a lot of touchdowns. Well, yeah. it's, it's, the biggest thing are, should be the turnovers. If progressing, you're an idiot, and you it, don't know football, plain and simple. He's definitely yeah, better than he was in the first himself. game, and he's way better than he was last year. And if you can't see a difference in that, you you're not qualified to judge anything about football. No. That's completely idiotic. Again, it's also dismissing the fact that Daniel Jones is a really talented person. He's got great speed. He's got a really good arm strength. He again, they don't call him Danny Dimes because he carries change in his pocket. He was hurt. He was hurt. Do we remember what he looked like last year on that bad ankle? It was a miserable, terrible game to watch, and he won on a bad ankle. He won. And then you got people like Kimberly Martin on ESPN talking about the Giants should just quit now and tank for a better spot. That was so bad. Why? She's gotta go. oh, they're idiots. Because they're idiots. I bet you they didn't watch the football game. They, well, they watched watch the last highlights. two minutes of the game and no idea what they're talking about. Again, right? We were watching the game at halftime down 20 to 10. Aaron Rodgers like, yeah, we got this. And then we did. Oh. There's something to that. There is. Yeah, but now let's move on from Aaron Rodgers, talk about Lamar Jackson, get into the game pick for this week. Because, I mean, Sean mentioned it with uh, Wink Martindale, knowing the knowing how Lamar Jackson operates. And also, last year, 
Uh, yeah, both of you guys mentioned it. But uh, and also last week, I will also say last week the Vikings were the first team who won in London to win their next game, uh, not having a bye. Giants face that this week, so I mean, been in London a long time, so I mean, that's a stat not going good for the Giants. Bro, but the I mean, Scottish Hammer is still there. That's passport that's, issues. That's, yeah, that's no a punter. Weird, it's a weird stat to have that the team comes back from London and they don't win. Like they just look for well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, but I mean, with London, the travel is valid. The, the, the travel is pretty valid as far as London many, goes. I mean, they've been here for a week already. Like I can understand. Like you're not getting jet lag. You're here for a week already. You've been here since um, Monday. <laughs> you know that's that? a long. That's a long flight, though. It I, is. I've I've never had jet lag ever before. Uh, that's you're going halfway across the world yeah, almost. Not sure I buy it. Or I can understand. I, I understand that, but come on, it's been a week. It's it's, it's always I, a good excuse to have if they lose. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Hold in the back pocket. Long We're tired. Yeah. You didn't sleep on the flight. You woke up and you were back in the regular time zone. Shut your mouth. Yeah, but uh, screw screw all that. As far as the game goes, uh, I think the Giants match up very well with the Ravens. I think we I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I mean, just I I think them being able to, I I think they can slow down Lamar Jackson with those blitzes. And not make him make him use his arm more, and I think the secondary, while they're very banged up, I think, like you mentioned, Zay, uh, they have some guys who can step up, and if they can step up, make some plays in that secondary, and stop Lamar from beating us with the arm. I I love the way the Giants match up, and I think that offense is going to get going. Uh, hopefully, I know the Ravens defense is a, is pretty banged up as well, so it, there's an opportunity here. But uh, I, I I hope Daniel Jones can outdo Lamar. If not, give the ball to Saquon, let him run it down their throats. I, I love Giants are going to get it done. There's a lot of avenues. Like uh, a couple years ago, I keep mentioning when we're doing Giants pick the uh, the field goal battle. Not anymore for the Giants. There's avenues of victory, and I, I think they're going to be able to get it done. Slow Lamar down on the ground. But uh, Sean, we'll go with you. How do you see this game playing out? Uh, yeah, I mean the Ravens' defense has not been playing well this year. Uh, it's not like usually what the Ravens are. Usually they have a great defense. Um, so especially against the past, they've been struggling. So even if we can get one of our receivers back, uh, I think Wandale Robinson will probably be the most likely. I think that will be huge. Uh, Kenny Galladay, he can stay on the bench as long as he wants. I don't really care. I don't care much for him at all. But, yeah, I think that if we can get the passing game going a little bit, I think that will be huge. Um, Saquon, Saquon, he's going to get his 25 touches. So I think that we do have a chance to put up some real points in this game. Uh, and I think you brought up a good point with uh, bringing pressure against Lamar. Um, see if you can move him off platform uh, and try and make some tough throws. I think that's you know really where we're going to get uh, any of our turnovers because we still don't have a pick through five weeks um, yet, which is pretty crazy. I think we're the only team in the NFL that doesn't. So if we can get some turnovers in this game, I think that will be huge. Um, try and force them into some errant throws. So I think it will be a high-scoring game. I think it will be um, in the 20s for both of the teams. Um, I hope that we come out with the win. Uh, I think that we definitely could. Uh, we've shown that we're tough and resilient, um, shown that you know we come in the second half of games and come back. So even if we go down early, I don't think this team really gets phased at all. So I, I think it will be a good game, pretty high-scoring, and uh, I think the Giants definitely – have a shot to uh, go ahead and win this one. Oh yeah, Zay, you oh, I still ride with them. I think that I, I'm with Sean on this one. I definitely think the Giants are going to win this. This is one of the wins I had penciled in. Um, I think we could stop Bateman. I don't think Lamar could beat us with his arm. I think he would have to beat us on with his legs. I don't think he's that great of a passer as people want to make him. See. He's a. I mean, obviously he could throw at an NFL level, but I don't think he's a special arm talent where he's going to beat us with his arm. I think he's more of a athletic talent, and if he beats us, it'll be on the ground. But again, I think the addition of someone like Landon Collins, now you could flip him in there and you can have him basically spy uh, Lamar Jackson for the game, maybe some outside of like you know your linebacker situation or your defensive end, someone who can contain him and keep him in the pocket. But I think the Giants will come up with a plan to shut down the Ravens and they win this game handily. I, I'm, I'm being serious. I don't even think it'll be close. I think it'll be a handily win. Damn. 
I think it's going to be close. I mean, yeah, I think we're discrediting discrediting Lamar right, here. Twenty-seven fourteen. Okay. Ooh. I can see that. Joe, again. what you got? 26, 27, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think this is just the kind of game that Lamar Jackson loses. Uh, I think the blitzing is going to be – he's going to have a – he'll he'll tear off a couple nice runs. I don't think it'll be enough to beat the Giants. I really don't. There's not – you know, this guy's not great under pressure. He doesn't, he doesn't like getting blitzed. He was already talking about it. Their defense is in shambles. They're – down their secondaries is beat down as ours, maybe worse. And they they actually lost a lot of star players on their defense. So yeah, I'm telling you this, this one's got giant upset at four and one written all over it. Dude, that is weird. <laughs> it would be an upset though. Yeah. That is weird. That is weird to say. Yeah. I mean, giants right now, uh, plus six underdogs. Uh, so, I'm, I'll take those points. I, I like that though. I like that yeah. though. Vegas giving Giants respect. I years past this would be like seven and a half. Less well, than a touchdown. Vegas, they, don't give them a Vegas touchdown. Probably thinks they're I like win that game. I don't know, but uh, it, it's gonna be a fun one. I'm excited, and uh, we're gonna take a little break here. When we come back, we're gonna be talking a little bit more of the Giants, but just really the NFC East as a whole. But first, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go up and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. Big shout out to Shamrock Home Inspections for sponsoring today's episode. Now, I mean, the NF- we talked about it throughout the show so far. NFC East has been dominating. You obviously have the Eagles undefeated, and you have both the Giants and the Cowboys only with one loss. Our, I mean, right now, record-wise, the, the NFC East is the best division in football. But are they really the best division in football, or is it still like the NFC West, I know a lot of people at the beginning of the year predict, predicted the AFC West. Uh, Joe, what's the best division in the NFL? Uh, it's clearly this one. It's clearly the NFC East. Again, if if you're if you want to judge what's the best division by what happened last season, then knock yourself out. I'm seeing a lot of flawed teams. I'm seeing a lot of teams I'm not particularly impressed by. I'm not really seeing a lot of teams blowing other teams' doors off. I don't see any defense that's been especially dominant this season. So I don't know. I mean, records kind of speak for themselves. We're in week six. This is not week two. I think things are starting to come into play. And not for nothing, but the commanders, all hell the commanders, uh, you know, could be two and three. They were they came up two yards short of a victory, which would have been a sweep for the NFC East last weekend. Again, people have to get over last season. That's over. That that went away. Bye bye. This is a new reality. Look what's happening. The Saints are are in big trouble. That was one everybody said. Oh, the Saints. Maybe the Saints be a contender. Nope. The Saints are are going to probably come in last place. So uh, let's, no. let's watch and look at what's happening currently and stop basing it off of last year and stop basing it off of, well, you know, it's Lamar and it's Aaron Rodgers. So they're going to be fine. No, they might be fine. Their teams have big problems and they're manifesting themselves. And th- the national media is like, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. Give me a break. I'm, I'm sorry. If you're looking at the Eagles right now compared to the Bills, what a joke. 
The, the Eagles are a better all-around football team, and they're playing better. The, the yeah. only the, – yeah, you're run the right. Football. The, they can run it. They can't throw it. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you can really say about the Eagles is that, that they're young, so they might, like, slip up uh, down the line. But right now they're, they're playing the, the best. Ball. They should have. No, they like, should have. Right now, like, like – they're, they're playing great. Like, that's the only excuse I can come up with for the – They're playing Eagles. great. No, no, no. Hold on. They, they, Wait a minute. They, Time they're out. They're not 3-1 because their coach of the Cardinals is stupid. Come out. That's Come out. I, I understand Hold that. on. Hold on. But Let still. me ask you this. Is the question what's the best division in the NFL right now or what What do I project it to be in True. 15 weeks? Correct. Yes. No. The question is what's the best one? It's the one where uh. the top three teams are 13 and two. I think it's a no-brainer. Again, you really yeah. have to look hard into this to look beyond the records of the teams and knowing that the Giants' loss is to the Cowboys for crying out loud. Come on. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Currently, yes, the Eagles are the best team in football. Currently, I will not continue to roll with that as they're the best. They will be the best team at the end because I know that team is flawed. But I kind of agree with Joe. Currently, the NFC East is the NFC beast. I mean, I, I, people want to hate and people want to go off, but I agree with Joe. You're not. There's there's there's, there's no switch in professional sports that you're just going to turn on and the team is just going to win seven in a row. It's like with the Bengals, for example. The Bengals have serious issues. They can pretend like they don't. Joe Burrow isn't just going to wake up and just become Joe Burrow and, and save them. No, people, you need to put something in front of him. He needs a line. He needs some help. This is the current state of the NFL. And if you're, I, I agree with Joe, we have to get off of what people used to be. There has been Tom Brady doesn't look good in Tampa. Tampa doesn't scare me. As much as people keep throwing Tampa in the top teams, they don't scare me. And they're healthy for the most part. So, I, I kind of agree with Joe. This is the best division in football until they start losing games. And it's just really, and I don't see that happening for a while, based on what I'm seeing. Remember, we all wanted, oh, wow. we, we all wanted what uh, Russell Wilson. Look how look great that's looked. You were the he only sucks. one that wanted Russell Wilson's ass. You were the. I wasn't only the only one. There was many of us in Giants Nation who wanted him. He is doing exactly what I figured was going to happen when he got there. Because yeah. I didn't like the fit either. I didn't like the Broncos fit neither. It just didn't look right from the jump. No good. Everything about the the uh, it looks terrible. He looks terrible in orange. Let's ride. Well, hey, I, I think they got some <laughs> coaching issues. I, I have faith in Russ. No, he's no. You said that last week too. It's it, it, the oh. Nathaniel Hackett's not good, but if you watch Russell Wilson, he sucks. You it's so funny. The quarterbacks that he likes, the quarterbacks that Jace likes, it's the coach's fault. The quarterbacks yeah. he doesn't like what suck. Do like Daniel Jones. You don't like Daniel Jones. He sucks, right? Well, it took him a long time to even say that Joe Judge might be a problem. And now Joe Judge is one of the laughing stocks of coaching laurels at this point. So, yeah. you know. And I love Dable, though. Yeah, you doubted Mac Jones. You shaved your head. That was embarrassing. Oh, that doesn't look uh, that great. Neither. He might not be far yeah, off. That, that was that was, that's, that's that was right now, Joe. You should have stopped the call. That was fights when I shaved my head. Stop. Mac, Stop. Mac Jones. Oh no, you're yeah. you're right. You're right. That was a pie in the face for Mac. Jones. Pie in the face. Yeah. And what I over. said was slow down. I didn't say Mac Jones was going to be a superstar NFL quarterback. I said he was going to take Bama all the way undefeated, win a national championship, and he did. And Jace got to eat some crow pie. It was fun. Yeah, it was very fun. What did you shave your head for? Was that Ortega? <laughs> yeah, it was a Ortega. Terrible bat. Terrible bat. Hey, yeah. The guy was like a 10,000 to one. Okay. So it's a, it's a bad move. Juliana Pena, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, Sean, you with it? Wait, NFC wait one more thing to what Jay said. Listen. If anybody wins seven in a row and turns it around, it's going to be one team. It's not going to be the Packers and the Buccaneers and the Saints. It's not going to be all of those teams. Maybe one goes on a nice run like the Dolphins did a couple years ago. It's not going to be every single team. These teams are what they are. Mm -hmm. we're, we're in five weeks. 
You judge the season off the first four weeks. If the Giants were only three, we'd be like, all right, they're out the playoffs. They're out yeah. You, you, ha- you have to continue to judge it the same way. We can't change it because the Giants are four and one. And now everyone with and it's still a chance. Yeah, now, right now, let's move the goalposts. Well, wait till we get to week 10. Like, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you at week 10. Eight and two, mofo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's still it still is early. Obviously, there's a lot you can take from the first five weeks. But um, I do agree the NFC beast is the best in football right now. Um, I mean, the Eagles, I agree with Joe. I, I actually am scared of them this year. Uh, their defense, their front seven is insane. They get after the quarterback like crazy. And Jalen Hurts, for all the naysayers about him passing the ball, I mean, he's been looking pretty good getting the ball to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. And he's they got can one run the touchdown ball. passing all year. <laughs> I mean, they, they're, they're still racking up yards. And then by once the time they get to the red zone, they run the ball in because they can't be stopped. So A.J. Brown is the top five receiver in terms of receiving yards. So they're pushing the ball downfield passing. And their defense is legit. I hate the Eagles, um, but I, I have to say that they're very good. The Cowboys' defense is legit. Um, even if it's Cooper Rush, even if Dak doesn't look that great when they come back, uh, that defense is pretty scary. Another front seven that's pretty terrifying. And then the Giants, um, even with their talent um, being devoid, they still go out and win games because they're very well coached. And then the Commanders, I mean, they're the little brothers of the NFC East. Um, they will be forever, I'm convinced. So they kind of tear it down a little bit, but the top three are definitely the best. Um, and there's, I don't even think there's really anyone that's in the conversation for um, other best division. I think down the road, I think the AFC East might be good. Um, once they get two back, hopefully the bills are really good. And then uh, the jets offense is actually um, pretty good. I know that Zay is pumped about that and the Pats, uh, their defense is pretty good. So that's really the only other division. The NFC West might turn it around, but right now I think, you have to say it's the the beast. Yeah, I I I love that you mentioned that. Like I was thinking while you're talking, Sean, what like would be the next runner up? I mean, we talk about the quarterbacks in the AFC West. Like you can say maybe Russell Wilson figured out, maybe Devontae Adams and Derek Carr will figure it out. Maybe that'll propel no, them. No, 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 Probably that, not. That, no, maybe no. I I mean the 49ers close out games. Yeah, then yeah. they're bad. But uh, uh, then they're bad. Why were the Giants bad the last couple of years? Because they couldn't find ways to win games. Yeah, that's the reason they're not. Uh-huh. They're not like terrible though. Yeah, all right. They're, not, they're, they're not getting blown four. out every week. They're one and five or whatever. Or, or one and four, or whatever. That's terrible, bro. Listen, yeah, it's a bad right. record, like, but they they haven't been blown out yet. They've got good. It's players. gonna come around too. They'll, they have they'll good finish around five hundred. The they're not a good team. That's what I would go with you. They they'll, have they'll still finish. Listen, I, I, I'm with you, Sean. I think they'll they'll pull back a little bit. It, 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 it's a long season, ebbs and flows. The, the, the NFC East isn't going to be at the top in, uh, for the whole season. I I, I, I love it. I, I love the Giants. I, I lo- wish it were to be true, but it, it's a long season. It's not going to be like that. I think that I want to say the NFC West might take that crown, but I mean, I don't know if. If the Cardinals can ever figure out how to play in the to play in the first half, maybe the Rams, uh, I mean, the, the Rams they need to shake off their Super Bowl hangover. And the so, Seahawks, I mean, it is open. The Seahawks, Seahawks I mean, G- Geno Smith is playing pretty damn good. They let him six hundred points. He went game 601 to 600. That's not Gino good. Gino Smith is playing well. Gino oh, Smith Lord. is playing well. Listen, listen. All right. Oh, hey, it's NFC East right now. I don't know if it will say that. Like, I'm, I, I, I still have ingrained in me the, the NFC East of old, the NFC least. And I, I feel like wake up. Something, something might click one day. One day we might wake up. And next thing you know, we. A couple, a couple teams go on losing streaks, and this, this, it's a completely different NFC East. You never know. It's, it's the like NFL. It's it's the like NFL. Anything for the norm. It's no. not like you're hoping for the norm. Almost like I'm not. I, you just gotta. It's, we have to mention that. We have to mention. Hey, history's been going this way. You gotta mention. It would take a massive dramatic drop off for them to be that bad at the end of it all. Listen, listen, say if you. Don't mention history. If you don't acknowledge it, you're doomed to repeat it. You just got to bring it up. Just got to bring it up. But uh, all right, let's move on. Best bets. I know, Sean, you took that Jets jab at Zay. Zay, you're still the guru, still undefeated. Your guru pick today, your 
you, the Jets a couple weeks ago, you're going back on the Jets. Road dog again at the Packers. No, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to hate New York after this one. He's going to hate entire state of New York after this one. But the Jets will get it done. I think they're playing really good. I think people are giving them enough credit, like you, who are giving other divisions credit. But again, we are we we are seeing the NFL. There's not going to be much change. We are seeing what it is, and the, uh, the Jets are one of the best teams in football right now. I hate to say it. Their defense is playing well. Their offense is clicking. It is what it doesn't have to be pretty. It just has to win. It, it, that's literally what it comes out at the end of the day. If your record is eleven and six, and you barely won games, guess what? You're eleven and six. Doesn't matter. You think the Jets are going eleven and six? I could see nine wins, ten wins for the Jets. I could see somewhere in that range. Well, I think I, I, I really do think they're playing. I think it's the coach. The coach. The coaches in New York have these players playing some inspired football. You have guys who are no names like Tyler Coughlin and all these other guys you ain't never freaking heard of before, and now they're being named, they're being mentioned, they're they're putting points. Don't forget, Robert Sal is also a keeper in the receipts. Mm-hmm. He heard them. He heard y'all. Mm-hmm. He heard right. y'all. Okay. So there's that. You could have my receipt only once. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sean, undefeated, 1-0 last week. What's your best bet this week? Let's go. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers minus four and a half against the Broncos. Um, Broncos country is not riding anywhere but to a terrible season. Um, They are not good. Their defense is pretty good, but they can't put up points. And I think this Chargers offense um, will be able to score enough points to win by at least a touchdown. Um, I just The Broncos are going to have a rough season. They do not look good at all, especially with the loss of Jamonte Williams. I don't think it's going to get any better before – gets worse so and i think the chargers are kind of you know stepping towards uh what we thought they were going to be before the season started so i think the chargers get a statement win here and i went on monday night by at least four and a half i like that one sean i'm about to take that right now but i'm taking the broncos for the upset of the week thank you oh damn oh yeah. all, right. all right interesting you, you want me to change it from the jets to the the broncos then say Nah, that's gonna be personal. Let's oh, keep okay. that. Uh, the Packers are gonna personal. smoke the Jets. I hope you know well, that. Here you go. You ready for your triple parlay? Because you're not okay. gonna want to take Jace's terrible pick. <laughs> you're gonna want Jacksonville plus two against the Colts team they shut out in Indianapolis in week two. They've also beaten the Colts 36 times in a row. <laughs> so I think this is a pretty good bet. The Jags plus two over the Colts, a team who they seriously own. I think the 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 Jags defense, which is actually playing play, playing pretty well, uh, gets it done. And uh, those plus two going to come in real handy. So I'm taking the Colts. I like this. I like this. I think uh, I I like all all three of these thus far. I, I think we we're going to have a parlay that I think will hit. I, I like this. I'm gonna go. I'm done picking dogs and favorites. We're going back to what won me the best bet championship last year. SpongeBob SquarePants. We're going. Yes, yes. We're going overs. And I got the SpongeBobiest, squariest pick of overs. Chiefs. I got the Bills at the Chiefs over 54. Let's go. I'm taking no, under. There's no way no, you will get a game like that ever no. again. Shoot it, it, out. Shoot uh, Zay, 31 30 is 61 shoot points. Out. Yeah, that's actually that's pretty easy. That game will be a defensive struggle. It's not the shoot same weapons on the Chiefs side. Out. I don't. It, they still have Patrick Mahomes, though. That's all that matters. Yes. And you know what? 28, 28 27 is 55 points. I'm telling you now, and I'm playing Gabe Davis this week. So I know the Bills won't score that much because he don't do nothing Bench when I Davis, play him. Davis, please help us yeah. out. Still got Stephon Diggs. Yeah, you still got Stephon Diggs. Uh, hopefully Dawson Knox can get healthy. I yeah, I'm not worried about the Bills scoring points. I'm worried about the Chiefs. I'm not worried the about Chiefs, the Bills. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks of all football. So the best, the best quarterback. And not for Travis Kelsey though, or he probably wouldn't be. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people were high on Sky more. Um, I need to see more uh, to be okay with that. But, uh, yeah. So, the drawing about the G-Men parlay would be the Giant, uh, the Jets, the Chargers, the Jaguars, and the over in the Chiefs and uh, Bills. I think that's going to hit. I think that's a I really good. We're pick all going to win, too, Chase. I like that one. I definitely, yeah. I'm definitely going the over on that game. It, it, I'm it telling you, be the over because if you cost points, me this parlay, bro, points, <laughs> points, points. Be Jace. Hey. Everything else will hit, but Chase is over. It's We're going to go into the third quarter. It's, it's like, like six to three. <laughs> 10 to thirteen, yeah. Ten to thirteen. A defensive struggle. I'm like, this it's going to be. Crazy. It's going to be that Colts and Broncos games all over again. Oh, I'm going to be maybe twelve. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only way that happens if it's like ridiculously cold for some reason. I feel like that's the only way that. Well, keep your eye on the weather report. Like, like the the Bills Pats uh, last year with the wind and everything. Let's that's the only that way I think. Let's yeah, that's the only way you can't is. get in a shootout with the Bills. That's all I'm saying, and especially when you got Patrick Mahomes on the other side. So, uh, all right, I, I think we got some good ones. I think we'll. We'll, we'll make some people some money and us some money as well. But uh, speaking of making us money, big shout out to Annie Mac Home Mortgage uh, and Shamrock Home Inspection for sponsoring today's episode. And also, big shout out to Clovercrest Media. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about this podcast, starting your own podcast, or finding another podcast to listen to, make sure you go to clovercrestmedia.com. For myself, Big Jace, Joe Guire, Sean Scanlon. And Kings A, this has been drawing about the G-Men. We'll see you next week to talk more Giants football. Take care, everyone. Here's Barkley, another end around. Wanting to throw. Bellinger's going to keep it. And Daniel Bellinger rumbling for the touchdown. Second goal at the two. This is Brightwell pounding the middle. Gary Brightwell. What a time for his first NFL touchdown. Tight end. He was off the ball. My only question was, did he report? Because you can't have an ineligible on the end of the line. And Barkley takes it into the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown. And the Giants take the lead. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. 